Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Inside Bria's Thoughts. I'm your podcast host, Bria Smith. I know it's been a little minute. Um, yeah, it's been a little minute. And of course, like life be lifing. Things be coming up, things be happening, changes is occurring. Sometimes, you know, you just taking taking a break and allowing yourself to deal with the things in front of you. So I guess, you know, that's why I kind of been a little, you know, inconsistent, I would say. But I'm trying to get back and consistent. Um, just allowing myself to also set those boundaries because if I'm in this space where, you know, I'm not there mentally, you know, I'm not going to get on here and just, you know, BS you guys. So, you know, I thought about it. I'm just like, you know, what, let me come back on here and just kind of, you know, let's let's talk with my audience. Um, let's let them know kind of what's going on and just kind of let's let's just talk. So, like I said, life be life and um, there's a lot that be going on and, you know, just trying to get a grip on life itself. Like, you know, I'm a young adult reaching my mid-20s I'm just trying to you know understand what's going on and navigate from there um understanding and trying to improve my healing journey spiritual journey everything my well-being as a person mental well-being physical emotional all of that so yeah I just been taking it a day at a time um it's a lot that goes on but I try to just find that balance and try to ground myself and try to stay positive through everything. So um, what I wanted to just kind of bring awareness around, attention around is um, relationships. I kind of wanted to touch on that topic today because I guess you can say like lately that's been kind of like the center of my world I would say like what's like really been going bad like downhill for me I would say out of everything uh, my love life there's <laughs> a lot that's been going on it's a lot that's been going on man 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 if y'all just knew it was in my shoes but um can't sit here and let you guys know every single detail but you know I just kind of want to bring awareness around toxic relationships you know how we take too long to leave them and um just what life is like after leaving a situation a toxic situation whether it was a relationship or situationship or whatever (sighs) man 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 (laughs) So I know in one of my previous podcasts, I kind of touched on my situation enough for you guys to kind of get a gist of what I was going through. Um, When was that? I think that was last November. Yeah. Um, And it has been going since then. Um, No, I have not officially got back with this person but um we were still involved um with each other to a certain extent and it still created drama and um stress in my life 
um, very toxic situation and I'm not proud of how things transpired, how things went about, but all I can do is just be better and choose better, make better decisions, um, and learn how to like learn, um, how to just choose better people in my life and in my space. I've learned a lot in this relationship and um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot. I've did things that I wasn't proud of. I've let him take me out of my character. I've let his family take me out of my character and knowing that I'm a very loving and caring and genuine person we all have a crazy side. We all have a, um, we all have a dark side to us. You know, we're not perfect. We all make mistakes and do things that we don't mean. We say things that we don't mean, but, um, I let it come out a lot in this relationship or whatever, this time period of me dealing with this person. And, um, I'm not proud of it at all, at all. But, um, it's all a learning experience. And, you know, I just want us to all just like, if you, you're hearing this and you know you just got out of a toxic situation or relationship and it has took a toll on you and your mental health and your well-being, you know, just like give yourself time to just reflect through it, think through it, heal through it, and just, you know, learn from it. It's really all uh, a learning experience. And, um... These are just all lessons that, you know, we all need to learn as people to be able to be better people and um, assess better situations in the future. But then allowing yourself to set these boundaries and knowing what you will allow and what you will not allow. And, you know, um, just kind of like, you know, dating is all about like, you kind of, it's like trial and error. You just kind of like, you know, you might date people and it don't last. And, you know, but you, you always should take something from every situation that you enter, whether in it bad or good or neutral or whatever. Um, these are just all like lessons that we need to, um, to grow. So that's, that's just kind of my approach with the situation man but it was very toxic like and I, I stayed longer than I should have I definitely could have left a long time ago <laughs> trying to just be patient with the situation and this is what I learned and this is what all women do like we stay until we just can't take it no more and no you know we all have a breaking point you know, your, everybody's breaking point is different. And like, you know, we all have a tolerance level of what we can take. I mean, I'm sorry. And what we just, when we just can't take it no more. And, um, you know, it's different. And, you know, people on the outside, you know, looking in that know information about your relationship. Of course, they're going to be like, yeah, girl, like if you don't lead us, you know. And you just stand and trying to just thug it out, trying to just see it through. And they're just like, yeah, you know, let her reach her breaking point when she needs to reach it. You know, do what you need to do. 
So I never had anybody, like any of my friends or anybody telling me to leave him. But I have had people's insight and advice tell me like, you know, you know, whenever you've had enough, you're going to have enough and you're going to know when you had enough. <laughs> and, you know, just like, you know, is your decision to make. And um, if you really see yourself with this person long term, like try to see it through, work with him. But I've had never had anybody telling me to leave, you know. But, um... I also did learn, like, just through this whole situation, like, next time around, like, I don't want to involve other people in my relationship business. Like, it's always good to have a support system and to be able to go to your friends and, like, tell them what's going on and just to kind of get some advice, get a second opinion about things, because when you're just stuck... You just kind of just need a little guidance. You need other insight and opinions just to kind of like, you know, just for perspective reasons. Um, It's okay, but I just don't really want it to ever get to the, the point where people know more than I really want them to know. So I'm learning to just kind of like next time around, like when me and my partner does get into disagreements and arguments, just kind of like learn to just keep certain things to myself and just work through them with me and that person. Because the more you tell other people, the more they form negative opinions about that person or opinions in general. And the more they have, you know, a obligation to speak on your relationship and you sometimes don't want that so you know I'm learning to just maybe keep things more between me and that person and work through things you know as a as a as a couple and not go off and just because I'm frustrated go off and like you know ask people for opinion and you know things like that um I think one of the biggest lessons and I and I put a spiritual I want to put God into this because that's just how I look at things sometimes um I think God was trying to tell me he was trying to make me learn a lesson that I probably failed to learn in the past and I noticed that in my relationships with boys like men um I always tend to try to, I guess, change them, but not in the sense that I'm unsat, like I'm completely unsatisfied with the person, but because I see potential in that person and I just want to help them grow and I want to help them, you know, get, you know, get through the struggles that they're, they're encountering and just kind of like, I don't know. I never really had harmful intentions behind doing that, but a lot of women do that. Like, you know, we try to just, we try to help really raise a man that's still a little boy, you know, has a little boy mindset. 
you know, so we try to just stay and just be patient with them. But then we're also nagging and telling them they need to do this. They need to be better. They need to get their stuff together. Kind of in their ear about things that they need to do that you can't even fix. They have to want to make these changes to be a better person. Of course, you want to stay around and you want to coach them to be better so they can be happier and they can be happier and they can give more in the relationship that you're in with them. But life just doesn't always work like that. And um, people are going to change when they want to change. And you just, you can't, you can't change a man. If he doesn't see no wrong in his actions or he doesn't have the effort to bring change and improvement into his life, you will be beating a dead horse until you stop beating it. Because it just, it goes one ear out the other. It's like you're talking to a, a wall. And I just, I've been doing that in my relationships. And I just realized, like, I need to stop doing that. Like, I guess if, I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, I'm really thinking about it. Like, I also think it's the type of men I attract to. Like, I feel like. I don't know, maybe this is my father wounds resurfacing, but I feel like I attract a lot of emotionally unavailable men as well. I've noticed that as a pattern. And like, I'm the type of person, I like to really be verbal and I like to really be present in my relationship, especially when it comes to to the communication. Um, when there is a problem, there is a disagreement or there's something that I'm not comfortable with and I just don't feel right. I like to communicate that to the other person. I like to let them know how I feel. And I like to sit down and talk to them about it and see if there's change that can happen or there's new, you know, things that can show up in a positive way. And I've always gotten brushed off. I've always gotten labeled as nagging and um the guy just doesn't meet me in the middle like I want him to meet me in the middle and it's just hard sometimes to compromise with men like that that are very you know closed off they shut down they don't know how to express their emotions and feelings properly they don't know how to sit through serious like conversations that are really going to help their relationship grow and I just be so frustrated because I feel like sometimes I'm too mature for the men that I attract and I just don't I'm just tired of it like why do and it's not just me it's other women as well like why do we attract these men that we know can't do much for us but we sit there and try to change them into what we want them to be when they don't even have no intentions on bringing change to their own life and wants to be stuck in their ways wants to make excuses for their actions wants to just say this is who I am this is how I am like oh my god man 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 
So I noticed that was the pattern, like me always trying to shape men into like, I guess who I want them to be for me, how I want them to show up in my life and as a partner. And I have failed at it many times and I'm just kind of over it. But I guess God, what I'm realizing what he did was because at the time of my life before this man came, before I even knew who who he was, I was just chilling. Like, you know, I was single, um, not really talking to anybody seriously, just kind of trying to finish out school and just kind of do me, you know, working on some things in my life for my personal development. And just randomly, like, he kind of came about you know, we started talking and things like that. And I told him I wanted to take things slow. And the thing is, I really had no intentions on entering a relationship anytime soon from that time in my life. But I was open to love, of course. But I wasn't going to go chasing it, you know. So, you know, he came about, you know, we started, you know, communicating. And of course, the communication grew over time. I told him from the jump, like, I just want to take things slow. Like, let's just build a friendship first and then go from there. And he was just like, okay. And then all of a sudden, like, things just kind of, like, really kicked up a notch. Things really was speeding up. And I'm just like, whoa, like, we were just here. Like, what the heck happened? Like, I just started having feelings. The intimacy grew. Like, everything just sped up. And I'm just like, whoa. And all of a sudden, I knew I was in a relationship. And I'm like, hold on. At the time, like, I wasn't questioning it because I was like, okay, well, like, I got a boyfriend now. Like, I'm good. I'm straight. (sighs) Not knowing that I should have went with my gut and I should have just waited like I told myself to. But, um, you know, that's what happened. The relationship just, it just went from there. But then I started seeing things presenting and um, I didn't like it. And um, it became negative over time, became draining. And um, I kind of regretted it a little bit. I, I guess, I, I mean, well, I wouldn't say it like that. Like, I mean, I know everything happens for a reason and people come into your life for something, so, for some kind of reason whether they teaching you something in life, whether it's just a season in your life, whatever. People come into your life for a reason. And God places them into your on your path for, depending on the state of your life at the moment. Like if he feels like, you know, he needs to bring a person in your life and turn it into a friendship or relationship to teach you something, that's what he does. And I'm, a, I'm just assuming that he brought this person on my path to teach me something, to teach me all of the lessons that I failed to grasp, I guess, in the past, in like my past relationships or just in the past in general. Um, And he was like, I'm gonna put this person into your life and I'm gonna basically make, make them break you down even more than you were already broken and really 
put these lessons right in your face and help you to to learn your self-worth know what you um like just know your worth and know not to settle for situations that you are better than you know what i'm saying like you deserve better and i've always just tried to like stick things out I don't know. When it comes to men, I just guess I wasn't the strongest female. And a lot of us are like that. You know, we struggle with our self-esteem, especially, you know, depending on, like, how our parents showed up for us in um, our childhood or our past relationships, having trust issues, abandonment issues and things like that. So I don't know. I think that's what his mission was to make this person, like, hurt me really bad and damage me make me feel like I lost myself in order to rebuild myself back up the way I need to and to to know what to settle for and what not to settle for and um learn like never to try to change a man and I don't know I guess just be stronger than what I was in the past. Like, be stronger than what I am and don't let, like, a man, um, I don't know. I guess just don't op- overcompromise with a man. Like, stop, like, giving your- giving too much of yourself and not getting enough back, you know? And stop staying in situations that you know aren't making you happy, but you're trying to stay to benefit the other person's happiness, you know? So I've learned that the hard way. And I've also learned that it don't matter what you do to try to make a man meet you in the middle or give you more effort or love you more. You can do what you can almost do anything to make this man happy and he'll accept it because you're making yourself available and you're giving more than he gives you so of course he's going to accept it but that does not change how they feel about you and how they will still treat you it don't matter i learned that the hard way as well You can literally like baby this man and just be all nice and nurturing and kind and, you know, like give them, give them your all. Simply just give them your all and it still wouldn't make much of a difference. Um, It kind of would make them like lose respect for you more. And I started to notice that like, it don't matter how much I really like treated this man good, like at the end of the day he had his own internal issues that he was battling he had his own internal issues that he was struggling with and um i was his punching bag so it didn't matter what kind of kindness that i you know showed for him if he still inside is not happy with himself and he's battling with these issues that he has not yet confronted himself with or addressed he still is going to treat me like crap because that reflects how he feels about himself and you know this the state of his his well-being um and i was thinking that you know showing up more for him was going to like 
change things, but it, it really didn't. It didn't. Um, I only allowed myself to stay in that situation and become more crazier than I wanted to be. You know, when you stay longer and, you know, you know that the situation ain't really benefiting you and you're just trying to stick it out, see it through. Just try to be patient. You're only making yourself more crazier. So then when that person really does something, even small, and you get the ick, and you just like, you blow the freak up because you're just like, okay, I'm done. Like I had enough. Like that's why like as women, we really should leave a lot sooner than what we do because we're like literally only damaging ourselves. And I take some accountability in the damage of my mental health and my, just me in general, my, my, my state of well-being. I take some accountability because I allowed myself to stay longer than I should have. And then, you know, I became this resent, like I've been, I've, I started to resent this person. I still had love for him, but I started to build resentment every time that, you know, we would get into these really big like arguments and then stop talking and then we'll talk again. Things will go back to normal and then we'll get in another argument. This was like literally on and off almost every month <laughs> from November till July. If I'm being transparent about what's, what was really going on in my life, it's been on and off since last winter it's crazy how i took so much but i'm i'm going to be okay like this is literally all a learning experience and you know as you guys are listening i just want you to kind of like realize like what you want and what you do not want out of relationships. You do not want a toxic relationship. I know we normalize that being toxic is kind of cute sometimes. And it's like just, oh, we're just toxic. That's just who we are. That's just how we are. It's just our relationship. That's not always good to manifest in your life. Because then you're going to keep attracting situations like that. And you're never actually going to face your problems and face the reason why you are allowing toxic situations to begin with. I think a lot of us are just accepting the fact that we have toxic relationships with other people because we're engaging ourselves with people that are broken just like us. And we're bringing two broken people together and are allowing each other to damage damage each other even further. Because how can two damaged people be happy in a relationship? How can two damaged people... Now, two damaged people, I feel like they can heal together 
only if they actually are set the intentions that they will and actually is serious about it. But um, if two damaged people aren't really taking the time to put the work in, to work on themselves and not just the relationship itself, but like work on them and set time aside to be there for themselves individually, it's really not gonna work. Like it starts with you. Like if you don't love yourself, you're struggling with self-love, self-esteem, you're bringing past baggage into your relationship. Like the nature of it is not gonna be healthy. Like just by nature, it's not gonna be healthy. So I feel like we should all learn that when we like leave these toxic situations, like work on yourself, like spend that time with you, build that relationship with you, strengthen your relationship with God. If you're spiritual, like just chill out a little bit and just do you duck off, do what you have to do. Don't abandon your relationships with other people, your friendships and stuff like that. Still maintain them, but also set boundaries. If you feel like you're in a space in your life where you need more solitude, go for it. Sometimes that's needed. You know, just show up for you. And I'm trying to work on that now. Like, I'm trying to be okay with having those solitude periods and, and like, cherishing them. And just working on me and focusing on my goals and allowing myself to just feel through my emotions and knowing that healing is just, it's, it's up and down. Like you're gonna have those good days, you're gonna have those bad days and it's okay. You just gotta like, just take it slow. Like you do. I'm learning to connect with nature more. Um, and it feels good to just sometimes just go outside and just get some fresh air and you know, I feel like it helps me to be grounded. It helps me to feel grounded and just feel just, I don't know. Sometimes it's, it's okay to switch up your, your space, your environment, and just kind of just allow yourself to feel. Even if you out there crying, do what you have to do to just kind of like work through your emotions and understand them and process them. And don't bottle anything up like this. Your healing journey is for you to. You have to get something out of this, like, you know, do what you got to do. Everybody's healing journey is different, but get something out of this healing journey so you can heal enough to be healthy in um other relationships around you and of course in future relationships and friendships that will come in your life so yeah it's just like you know it's just a learning experience we all have to go through these situations to grow um yeah it's just that's just life for you so sometimes life after a situation ends it can be painful. It can be lonely. It can be confusing. But you'll be okay. You just have to come to the realization that, you know, you did yourself a favor by leaving and not settling for it anymore. And um, there's always somebody better out there that would do what that person didn't do, they failed to do. 
Oh, man, man, man. But, um, I know I'm going to be okay. And I know, you know, whoever's listening that's feeling how I'm feeling, you will be okay. You just have to give yourself time to heal. Give yourself time to heal. In due timing, things will fall into place and that right person will come into your life. And it's usually when you least expect it. When you get into that point in your healing journey where a relationship is literally like in the back of your head, is definitely not a priority at the moment. You'll realize that um, you were sweating a lot of things that you shouldn't have been sweating and that you're literally sometimes just good off about being by yourself. And you don't, you don't need a person always there by your side. Like you're good in your own company. And I am reaching that point in my life where like, I'm good. Like, oh my God, the old me, the 19 year old, maybe even 20 year old me, I would have jumped back on them dating apps. I would have tried to fulfill that, that void and going to get a boy to just keep me company and I'm not in that stage right now in my life like I'm good I'm good I don't need I don't need anybody to distract me from what I need to focus on to get to that point in my life where I am healed enough to you know be at a just a good place in my life in general like I'm good I don't need any distractions I don't need anything So what I did was I broke the soul tie I've had with this person and I'm starting to feel a little lighter, I will say. Like, I mean, I mean, like I'm still like working through the situation, trying to get over it and move forward. But I don't feel as resentful as I was before. I don't feel as dragged down. I feel like I can definitely go days without talking to this person and I I will be just okay. At first I was, oh my God, man. When you deep into a toxic situation and you have a soul tie on top of that, it's really hard for you to let go. And as much as you and this person have messed each other's lives up in some way, you're gonna keep coming back for more. Like, and that's what I did. So it's like, no matter how much I knew this person was hurting me, and maybe maybe I was causing stress to their life to some extent, um, Um, I don't even know what the point I was trying to make. I really lost track, but <sighs> yeah, it's really just all a learning experience, and just gotta just take it a day at a time. Yep, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And the 
the specific lessons that I've learned in my specific situation. Um, I think I would never date a mama's boy again. I've learned and read on things. I've learned a lot about narcissism and I've learned a lot about, um, like the situation that I was dealing with, like the toxic families, the enmeshment, um, family systems that I was witnessing and that I almost got into. (laughs) I've learned to just really how to like, you know, I learned to just avoid situations like that, like all around. And just when I even sense a guy is a mama's boy, Oh my God, I'm running. I will never deal with that crap again. It was very draining because it's like, it's nothing you can do as much as you try to help a guy stop being attached to his mother in that way. It's nothing you can do. Like you just gotta allow them to just learn on their own. And the changes aren't really gonna be made until he is strong enough to stand up to his mother and set those boundaries, protect his relationship. If he's not at that point in his life where he's ready to have that talk with his mother and let her know, like, you need to chill out. Like, you you really too involved, you're tripping. You're trying too hard to sabotage my relationship because you are dealing with things in your life and you're not ready to let your son go and let him be and let him enjoy his life. Like, it's not my job to try to fix that for him. And that's what I was trying to do. But I realized, like, it's not going to happen until he realizes <laughs> that he's in a situation, an, a, a, an unhealthy situation with his family. And until he realizes it, he might keep allowing it. But I really hope that one day this all clicks in his head. All the things that I was trying to tell him, it all clicks in his brain. And he's like, oh, shoot. Like, I see what Brio was trying to tell me. Like, this is a pattern for me. Like, I'm going to keep getting into these relationships. And my mother is going to keep involving herself to the point where she will ruin what I have with this woman because she has not accepted that I can love another woman and prioritize another woman in my life that's not her. So, you know, a lot of moms are like that, though. Huh. That's another conversation for another day. They are like that with their sons. They have other things going on in their life. They have trauma, they have marriage issues, and they're just not in that space in their life to accept that their son will eventually prioritize another woman, AKA his wife, over her. And yeah, that's just, the surface of the problem. It's, it's definitely more to it, but I'm not even going to try to get into it today. I'm not even going to try to like dwell on the situation. I'm trying to make peace with it. I'm trying to get over it um, because it was very draining, very toxic. And I've dealt with a lot, not just from him, 
but his mother as well, seeing and witnessing and hearing just things that have came out her mouth about me. It's just, it's very shocking. But um, I had to realize that um, I'm not the reason behind their family issues. There's definitely things that were already there before I even came into the picture, before I even met these people. They've already had issues within their family and in their home that has nothing to do with me. So I'm not going to say I didn't bring any type of drama into the situation at all because like, I'm not perfect. Um, I might have brung a little drama into the situation just on my end. But I'm also not going to take the blame for everything either (laughs) because I didn't contribute to all the drama. Like We've all played a part in it, of course, but I didn't do everything to get us here to this point, you know. But, you know, I have to, you know, tell myself, like, as much as people try to blame me, for their issues that they have already been dealing with. I'm not gonna allow myself to get that weak and start believing what people are trying to manifest into my space. Project your problems onto me, manipulate me to think that I'm the problem and the reason behind your already existing toxic family issues, you know? But, you know, I'm not going to sit there and try to, like, be bitter about the situation. I'm just going to move past it. I've learned what I needed to learn. I don't hate this person, but I've came to the conclusion that I can't settle for that relationship anymore. I wish him well, and I really hope he learns and really grasps what he needs to um, to better his life and his love life. But um, it's not my job anymore to take on that burden that I was. Um, And I'm not going to sit here and take responsibility for somebody else's um, trauma that they are dealing with and don't know how to deal with. You know, I've took a lot. I've been I've been to blame to other people's trauma and issues that they have going on. And then I'm still trying to deal with my own. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot. So I'm not no longer engaging with that situation. I'm moving forward. Um, I would never date a mama's boy again. I will um, look out for the red flags. And I will never rush into meeting somebody's family again well I never it was never on my part to rush to meet them it was the circumstances um and it was also um I don't know I'm not even gonna get into it but yeah and I'm not gonna ever take the abuse that I've took I'm gonna recognize narcissism when I when I see it and I'm gonna take it as it is and I'm going to remove myself I will not deal with that again um but you know a narcissist 
turns their children into narcissists. So, just gotta, you know. I didn't, it took me a while to recognize that, but I recognized it. So, um, yeah, I'm just learning through my experiences and I know what to settle for now and I know what not to settle for. I know what to tolerate and I know what not to tolerate. I will definitely take all of these experiences and all the tools that I am, you know, learning from my healing journey and I will take it into my next relationship. Right now, I'm in a space where I don't want to deal with men and I'm good being single. Yep. Just gotta, you know, allow yourself to reflect on things and learn from your mistakes and just don't repeat them. Grow from them. Yep. All of us struggling with this, we will be okay. We will be just fine. We got this. But yeah, thank you for tuning in to this episode. This is kind of like my outlet. I just wanted to kind of vent, get things off my chest about what I've been enduring for so long. And I just, you know, just been drained from everything but I'm, I know that I'm gonna be good and I'm gonna be straight but yeah thank you guys for tuning in I look forward to I hope this was helpful for anybody that can relate and I look forward to talking about more similar topics down the line and I'll catch you guys in the next episode thank you take care